0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fierce Life Podcast with your host, that's me, Conceda Thomas. And in today's show, we're going to discuss does food journaling really work for weight loss? So if you have ever been on a weight loss journey for any length of time, you have probably come across the suggestion that journaling your food um, would be a helpful practice along the journey, right? So there are a lot of arguments that are made For why journaling your food um, works, there are, at this point, countless apps that help you journal your food and track different components of your food, whether there are apps that track your macros or track your carbs or um, track your calories and all of your macros in general, Um, but food journaling is not a new uh, suggestion or a new phenomenon, especially not for those of us who have been on a weight loss journey for some time. And if we're being honest, many of us have had food journals. Some of us still have them in our closets, right? And we've had varying experiences with the effectiveness of food journaling. And we've all had our own experience with whether or not it actually helps us lose weight. So this is what I want to discuss in detail in this show today. It's inspired by a new research study that um, was published and that was shared. And so we're going to dive deep into unpacking whether or not food journaling is really a tool that can set us up for weight loss success or not. This is definitely a pen and paper episode. Go ahead, jam out to the show tunes, and I'll meet you on the other side of the music. Hello, welcome back. This is episode 98. We are creeping up to that 100 episode mark, and we're talking about whether or not food journaling really works. And for those of you who have been following the podcast or following my work for any length of time, you may be a little bit surprised by this episode because one of my promises is that I teach women how to lose weight for good in a way that feels good without counting and tracking like some type of food accountant. So you may be thinking, wait a minute now, Conceda, we're talking about food journaling and that kind of sounds like counting and tracking like a food accountant. What's up, girl? What are you doing? Where are we going with this? How's this all going to shake out? Buckle in. It's all for a good reason. Um, And the good news is, as always, at the end of the episode, you get to decide what to do with this information. So that said, let's jump right in. So I mentioned that the inspiration for this episode was that there was a recent study um, shared this year in 2019, I actually got wind of the breakdown of the study on social media following one of my friends, colleagues, mentors. um, One of the, if I'm being honest, um, one of the few fitness accounts that I follow closely um, and I thought the study was really interesting. And I'm going to tell you what it said. And I'm going to tell you why I initially, my initial reaction was I had some mixed feelings about what the study published. And I had some yeah, but moments, like right off the bat. So what the study said, um, it was in 2019, and it was comparing different self-monitoring strategies for weight loss. um, And the strategies that were compared were um, tracking food, tracking weight, tracking weight and food, um, some nutrition education, and some habit coaching interventions. And there were three different groups. And the study ran over the course of three months, and basically, the findings of the study, um, the conclusion was that tracking food may be the most important element for diet success. And then, of course, obviously, the group that was most, those who are most diligent with the tracking, um, lost the most weight, right? Really, no huge surprise there. Um, but the reason why I had initial, just initial, yeah but moments like yeah that's good but moments um is because like i said before i think we have all tracked food at some point and we've all had varying degrees of success with tracking food and more importantly we have all stopped tracking at some point for one reason or the other so to answer the question does food journaling really work and really it's not an answer really to jump into the discussion we're gonna just talk about why it does work in some capacity for many people, Um, what are the caveats to actually um, making it work, and then what still is left to chance a little bit, right? So the first thing is the reason why I believe both as someone who has lost weight, someone who is always striving to stay in shape, Um, and someone who coaches, who has coached at this point hundreds of women, part of the reason why I believe it does work on some level is that it brings awareness to what is actually going on, and it keeps us from fooling ourselves, right? Um, I can't tell you how many times I have either personally thought or I've met someone who will say something like, well, I really don't eat that much, or um, I eat mostly healthy, or um, I, I indulge every once in a while, or I really don't drink that much, right? Like, whatever it is, a lot of times when things are subjective, when they're not objective, when they're not black and white on a paper, it's human nature sometimes to overstate how well we're doing and to understate how often we're stepping off track, right? It's just human nature, especially if we feel like we should have better results than we have so far. We're like, I don't understand, you know, I've been eating really well for a long time. And then like, if you had a food journal, you realize you've been eating okay for three days, right? (laughs) But three days can feel like a long time. So one of the big keys, um, or one of the big advantages, if you will, that food journaling can give us is that, it can bring some awareness to what's going on. And again, I'm saying can, you're going to notice a lot of qualifying statements because really a food journal absent, like absent food education, right, can still be um, not as helpful as we would hope for it to be, right? So we may think it's normal and natural to have, you know, two, three drinks a day. And we're like, okay, well, I've only been having, you know, two or one or two a day. And so I've been eating really healthy or I've really, really cut back on my drinking, right? So that's just an example. So again, perspective is everything. However, in general, I do believe that keeping a food journal, even if it's not indefinitely, even if it's a a short amount of time, can help to bring awareness to exactly what it is we're eating, how often we're eating it, Um, what it is we're drinking, what our consumption is in general. Another thing um, that a food journal can do for us that can actually lead to weight loss results, possibly lasting weight loss results, is it can help us to identify patterns, right? And now a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Coaching Club. Coaching Club is my group coaching program. It's a monthly membership where you can get all of your workouts, programmed and planned for you, full follow along workout videos so that you are working out right alongside me, access to a database of over 100 figure friendly meal ideas and growing every single month, and camaraderie support and access to a coach every single day that's just the tip of the iceberg of what you get in coaching club but i think you get the point point. and for a limited time you can try out coaching club for yourself for one week at no risk by claiming your one week free trial head over to Conceitatomas.com slash trial that's conceitathomas.com slash trial to claim your one week free trial of coaching club we can begin to notice things, again, depending on how we're journaling, we can begin to notice things like, hmm, that workout that I'm doing, right? Cause I'm thinking like it's really the thing that's gonna get me results. But I noticed that every single time I do that workout, that boot camp, you know, that cycling class, whatever it is, like I always down a bunch of candy right after that workout, right? We can begin to identify patterns. And if we, if we know what to do about them, we can begin to attack those things that are probably challenging our ability to get results. So that's the third thing that a food journal can do for us that can help lead to results is it can help us to see opportunities for optimization, right? If I notice, if I begin to notice through my food journaling that I always skip breakfast on the mornings that my nighttime eating is out of control, I can get curious about whether or not skipping breakfast is really hurting me. I can get curious about whether or not my out of control nighttime eating is because I'm skipping breakfast and then I can begin to experiment. So I can see opportunities for optimization. I can know or pick up on things that I can experiment with other than just hopping around on blogs and blanketly trying random programs hoping that something sticks. But there is a caveat to this, right? And I've already kind of said it is that when you have basic figure-friendly eating knowledge, right, when you know what a balanced meal looks like, um, when you have that kind of information, then yes, when you journal your food can bring about some awareness, can help you to identify patterns and to see and address the opportunities for optimization. And But quite frankly, if, if you don't have that perspective or that framework, it, it may be really frustrating because you may be journaling for a really long time and making changes that don't necessarily make as big of a difference. And I'll just give you an example as we segue into um, why sometimes food journaling doesn't really work for weight loss. Why it sometimes doesn't really help much at all. And that example is, so I know someone, I know several someones, but I'm thinking of someone in particular, who still to this day has food journals and weight loss logs, meaning how much she weighed on which date what she had been eating for multiple decades, guys, multiple decades, she has this information like a library, okay? She has this information in different journals, cute journals, um, everything, yet she never reached her goal. Like she has never reached her goal, yet she has detailed food journals and weight logs for decades. And in the study, it was the, the group that had the food journal, along with the weight logs, along with the nutrition education and the habits coaching support that lost the most weight. They lost one pound more than the tracking only group, but they were also the group that continued to lose after the study, right? But we all know someone, or we may be that person, right, who we've done that thing and that's not the case for us. And so... There's a reason for that. And I believe the reason is, is, is multi level, but we're going to go into some of the things that I've noticed, especially as a coach with how people food journal that could be leaving. I don't want to say leaving money on the table, but leaving pounds on the table. Right. So tweaking these things about how you journal can make a dr- dramatic difference. So Most of us, when we think of food journaling, we write down what, right, we write, we think of writing down what we ate, and that can be more helpful than having nothing at all, but it's not the complete story, because I have had (laughs) clients, and I'm just laughing because I'm thinking of several people right now, um, who have written down, you know, like for breakfast, I had, um, you know, had eggs, I had coffee, I had toast, and that coffee of, And that breakfast of eggs, coffee, and toast could look wildly different across different clients. So were the eggs boiled? Were they fried? Were they fried in butter? Did they have cheese in them? Um, Was it a piece of toast? How many pieces of toast? Was the coffee a black coffee, a coffee with cream? Was it a latte? Was it a frappuccino, right? So details, guys. So journaling effectively, what exactly what did you have? How much of it did you have? As much of a how much as you can possibly get, without having to weigh and measure, because most of the clients that I work with do not want to have to weigh and measure their food. As a matter of fact, most of them come to me because they've went down that road and like they're trying to figure out a way to get lasting results without having to um, make food feel a lot more like a science project as opposed to just food, right? So, what did you eat? How much of it did you eat? And then also. The next thing that is helpful to include is when did you eat it? So the reason why when you ate something is important is because, again, remember we said one of the advantages of food journaling could be allowing you to recognize patterns and seeing opportunities for optimization. So I've worked with a lot of people and I have personally discovered that hey, when I write down when I ate something, I'm able to identify meals that maybe don't really fill me up. I'm able to identify those meals that every single time I eat them, I eat again within an hour or an hour and a half. So maybe this isn't really a filling meal or it's definitely not the type of thing that I want to eat if I have to go four to five hours without eating because I'm not going to be full and then I'm going to have to really use willpower to not, you know, eat way more than possibly I'm planning to at that next meal because that meal never satisfies me anyway. So knowing when you ate something can provide you that information as well. And then the final thing that I'm really, really, I love to see in a food journal that helps a lot is how you're feeling, how you are feeling just throughout the day. Now, um, I'm laughing because way back in the day when I used to run a boot camp um, and I gave my clients a food journal, like literally every meal had to. how do you feel? How did this meal make you feel, et cetera. And for some people, I realize that's just a bit too much. You know, I was way younger back then, didn't have nearly as many kids. My business was not as big. And to be honest right now, even for me, like having to track every single meal, how were you feeling during this meal and before it and after I was probably hungry and I was probably in a hurry every single time, right? But being able to record that information when something significant happens, like for instance, I was feeling frustrated before I ate half a bag of the baked Cheetos, you know, like that is important information because again, food, it, food and fitness, none of it is, happens in a vacuum. And while it is science, it's part science, it's part art, and it's a big part of life. And so your feelings and what's going on in your life will influence or has the ability to influence how you eat. It will definitely influence how you feel, which has the ability to influence how you eat. So when you're able to have all of that information all at once, it just gives you that much more ammunition to be able to see opportunities for optimization and to make the tweaks that will help you really lose weight and keep it off. So my answer in summary to the question, does food journaling work for weight loss is it depends. It really depends on you. It depends on um, whether or not you're willing to track enough information to make it useful. It depends on um, whether or not there is enough knowledge there, or a willingness to acquire the knowledge, um, to help you be able to see what you what what you have tracked actually means, and to be able to see opportunities for optimization in what you've tracked. Okay, so it depends. For some people, food journaling is a total game changer. And again, I've met people who don't do it for more than two or three days. They just are completely over the process. And there are multiple reasons for that. And we're gonna explore them in the following episodes. So one of the biggest reasons why I've been told by clients and why I've experienced myself, why people stop food journaling and they're not consistent with it is because it can be cumbersome, it can be time consuming, and it's just not easy. It can impose on life. And for some people, it can actually make them obsessive over food. So in the next episode, we're going to talk about food journaling hacks to make it easier. So we're going to cover that part. Um, And then I'm going to also talk about one other reason why people, no matter how easy it is, stop journaling and what that means and what to do about it. Okay. So and that's it for this episode. I hope you have enjoyed it. I hope it's been helpful. Um, let me know your thoughts. Like, what do you think about this stuff? Like, do you food journal? Have you found it helpful? If you haven't found it helpful, what do you what where do you find that you struggle? Let's talk about this more where all the action happens, which is in our free support group. We are over on Facebook. You can get access by going to concedathomas.com slash become a fierce friend. And you enter your name and email address. You get instant ex- Access to the Fierce Friends support group where we are in there daily chatting it up with each other and really just supporting each other along this journey to lasting weight loss. And I didn't give you a fierce follow up. So I always have to give you a fierce follow up. We say around here that after you learn something, you have to do something. So your fierce follow up today, should you choose to accept, is really to just think I want you to think about the last time you or the last times you have used food journaling as a tool to decide whether or not it was effective for you and then if it wasn't, what's one thing that you could possibly change based on what you learned today that will make it more effective for you and you could just share that with us over in the Fierce Friends group. Finally, if you've listened this far, that means you've enjoyed it, then please do go ahead and share it out with someone else. You can access the show notes to this episode on Concedathomas.com slash ep98 and then finally on whichever pla- podcast platform you're listening to this, please do go ahead and subscribe so that you don't miss the next episodes and that you are notified when they go live. That's all I have for you today, fierce friend. Until next time, stay fierce. You're ready to master your motivation, keep your head in the game, and get the results that you deserve. And I have just the thing to help you boost your mood and wrap yourself in motivation every single day. Visit the Conceda Thomas apparel shop today to get your motivational tanks, tees, and mugs. Be sure to use the promo code Friend for a discount on your first order of $25 or more. You can visit the shop at ConceitaThomas.com apparel. Are you sick and tired of starting over when it comes to your healthy eating? Have all your failed attempts got you wondering why you can't seem to stick to anything long enough to get results and definitely not to keep results? Listen, it's not you, it's the diet. Giving up your favorite dishes just to lose weight doesn't last. And force feeding yourself food that isn't even culturally familiar just because some guru said it would help you get results is a setup for failure. When you are ready to get real results eating the foods that you already love, it's time to schedule your eating audit. Let me help you discover the tiny tweaks you need to make to get results from the foods you already eat every day. No more diets, no more falling off the wagon, just real lasting results with food you're actually going to be happy to eat after you reach your goal. Schedule your eating audit today at conceitathomas.com slash audit.